Hey everybody, this is Sean and I'm having a neck surgery this week and I'm going to be out for most of the week. And so we're going to be playing some of our favorite episodes this week. Uh, I just want you to know that I'm doing well, recovering well, but I just wanted to remove the pressure of having to do a live episode every day. And so these are some of our most important episodes and just wanted to let you know I'll be back next week. We have some special things that we're going to be doing for the rest of the month. But uh, thank you for your prayers and support. And you'll hear back from me soon. All right. This is Sean King. You are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. I've been watching the uh, Democratic Convention for the past few days, and um, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, I'm I'm a lifelong voter for Democrats, but also a lifelong critic of the Democratic Party. And I, I just see that as part of my role and responsibility to help hold uh, this party responsible and call them out on their BS. And I... I'm seeing something at the convention that disturbs me. And it's indicative of what I see even across the country. And I just want to unpack and explain it for a few minutes today and and help you in some ways develop a radar for it, because I think you'll see it happening all over the place. You know, until the pandemic, <laughs> which is really despicable, until the pandemic the United States had school shootings and mass shootings a few times a week. I mean, every, you know, all the time, over and over and over again, including horrible school shootings that would sometimes kill dozens of children at a time at elementary schools, high schools, all over the country. And when we would have these mass shootings at churches, at Walmarts, at movie theaters, at schools, and when I said the pandemic is the only thing that stopped them, I mean, basically, the only reason we haven't had school shootings for the past six months is because people haven't been in school, haven't been at malls, haven't been at movie theaters. Otherwise, we would have continued to have them. But after all of them, no matter how bad, no matter what district, no matter what area of the country, no matter the circumstance, we would get conservative Republicans who are really in the pockets of the gun lobby just to say like, Hey, thinking of you <laughs> I'm giving you my thoughts and prayers. And even then you don't know, like, are, okay, are you saying that you're literally stopping and praying? I don't even know if I believe that I, you know, thoughts and prayers ended up kind of becoming code for, Hey, sorry, sorry that happened to you. I'm not going to do anything about it. We're not going to intervene to help. I mean, we're not going to change the policies that cause these things. We're not going to, you know, do anything that actually prevents these mass shootings like pretty much the entire world has done to stop them and prevent them. They are a rarity in the entire developed world. But yeah, yeah, thinking of you, fake praying for you. And after a while, it really rubbed people raw and just kind of rubbed people to a nub because it's like, no, listen, you know, senior citizens, immigrants, people in, you know, black folk in churches, uh, Latinos and immigrants at a Walmart in Texas, you know, children at 
high schools and middle schools and elementary schools all over the country are being slaughtered. And you're basically offering a snarky tweet. And it did. It pushed people the wrong way. And I get it. For the next few minutes, I want to tell you how I think Democrats are doing something very, very similar. I'll talk next after a quick word from one of our favorite sponsors. It's the pathway to I'm Brandon Janice, and this season on Sick Empire, I'm on a mission to highlight the voices that are helping to heal Black traumas. You'll hear as I speak with experts in alternative medicine. But the gathering in in the greatest degrees of personal integrity would have the greatest degrees of power. A timeless, natural method of healing. This is ancient. This is a return to us being in our power and that knowing that we are, we're medicine women. Plant magic. Using medicine that comes from the land, <laughs> you know? A lot of these medications are, are the main ingredient is it, our plants that come from the land. Black economics, prison abolition, and more. Join me as I explore the avenues that lead to greater health while surviving under a sick empire. Every episode of Sick Empire examines the healing journey of Black Americans. We speak to inner-city therapists, Black intellectuals, Reiki masters, chefs-turned-activists, and much more. You'll hear a diverse mix of healing experiences, all told from the lens of Black folks. Sick Empire is still a love language, just like the streets of New York City. The first episode will be live everywhere you listen to podcasts on Monday, November 9th. The first episode is live November 2nd for members of the North Star. You can go to thenorthstar.com to become a member today. Sick Empire Sick Empire simultaneously encouraging and beautiful and discouraging and painful for me to see the phrase Black Lives Matter being shared and repeated in certain places. Let, let me explain what I mean. I love, <clears throat> I love the Black Lives Matter movement. I respect so much the women who started the movement, uh, who coined that phrase. I, uh, I am proud to be a part of it and um, and have no reservations or hesitation about saying that, period, point blank, dot com. So let's start there. The problem is not the phrase Black Lives Matter. The problem is not the organization Black Lives Matter. The problem is not wonderful Black Lives Matter chapters that I love all over the country. However, I am seeing the phrase Black Lives Matter being shared by people who don't mean it, whose policies don't match the moment, whose policies don't prove uh, that Black Lives Matter uh, to them in a real, tangible way. And it's discouraging in the sense 
that this phrase that came out of marches and protests, that came out of people putting their lives on the line, that came out of a lot of pain from the murder of Trayvon Martin to the murders of Eric Garner and Michael Brown and Tamir Rice all the way through Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and more, that phrase emanated from those painful moments and people said, listen, our lives matter, black lives matter, and you continue to treat us as if they don't. And so it came out of a, out of a protest of saying, listen, this country repeatedly treats black lives as if they don't matter. And so there is a part of me that sees I'm a huge NBA fan. And so when I see Black Lives Matter painted on the court, when I see every player in the NBA wearing Black Lives Matter T-shirts before the game and during the game when they're not playing, it's like, damn, it's, it's a powerful, encouraging moment. And I know a hundred different guys that play in the league. And, you know, this is a dream come true for them, for the product that they've built to represent this and state this, you know, that matters. And so it's encouraging. But as I was watching, not just the Democratic Convention, but particularly as I was watching the Democratic Convention and began seeing the phrase Black Lives Matter tossed around by people and politicians and even police chiefs who don't have policies, don't support policies that prove that they actually feel that way. What I'm learning is that a lot of people, particularly Democrats, are beginning to use this phrase, Black Lives Matter. They're beginning to use it like Republicans use thoughts and prayer. And they throw it out. And here's the thing. I guess when there is a shooting, thoughts and prayers, you know, arguably are better than nothing, only slightly. And when we say Black Lives Matter, it's not just because we want you to repeat it. We want to address the situations and circumstances and systems and policies that treat black lives as if they don't. And so it's like, okay. Thank you for saying it. Now we would much rather you mean it. And to see it kind of bounced around in the convention by people who don't actually stand for for seriously, credibly holding police accountable, who don't seriously stand for drastically reducing mass incarceration, to see that feels like... um. Not a, I don't think betrayal is the word, but it just feels a bit like a slap in the face. It feels phony and it's convenient and politically beneficial for people to say Black Lives Matter when you don't actually do the work or even support the people who do the work that shows that you actually care about it. Um, it's why. Listen, I will I will do everything I can to vote Trump out of office. And you know, that's I think that's a critical emergency, but it's why we need people who will still say, "Listen, 
thank you for your turn of a phrase, but please, can you actually have policies that support it? Can you actually back the activists and organizers and upstart leaders? So when they say Black Lives Matter, for instance, but block Ilhan Omar, uh, Ayanna Presley, and others from speaking at the Democratic Convention and instead basically make the the lineup of keynote speakers kind of a you know an old white event and leave out some of the most profound black voices uh of truth in that moment it bothers me and we just have to have a radar for people who are now using the phrase black lives matter but whose policies don't really match it listen Love and appreciate you all. I'm glad to be back on the daily grind here uh, on the Breakdown Podcast. Uh, Glad to connect with you all. Listen, if you love this podcast, we need your support. We need you to chip in. We are completely independent. We don't have any outside investors or or corporations or, or angel investors. We are fully independent from top to bottom uh, we are not owned by any external corporations, uh, which is what allows us to speak truth to power. If you go now to patreon.com slash the breakdown, you can become a monthly backer and we really, really need your support. Love and appreciate you all. Got to run, got work to do, but let's keep on pushing. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break it down.